Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest to a Malt with Mike, aka Tupids, and Duncan. So Mike, what's the name of the episode today, my friend? Today we are on episode 18 and it is Whiskey Room 101. Lovely. It's also very nice to see you recording through your actual microphone. Yes, and, apologies uh, for not Not recording. through a dustbin. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd experiment with a, a tiny little microphone inside a toilet tube, a toilet roll tube. Didn't work, but hey, we've got to try these things. So. Experiment failed there. We are back to nice throaty deep basses. Oh, mm. Some lovely and bassy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. So what's been in your, uh, what's been your glass and what's been annoying you? What's been going on? Because this is two weeks since we did a pod, isn't it? We've had a break. What's been, go- what's been in my glass is quite a spectacular lineup of uh, Glen Scotia's. Uh, they've also been in your glass as well. So just wanted to give a, a very quick thank you to uh, Ian from Glen Scotia, who essentially sorted out my uh, blind tasting session by providing unicorn whiskeys i'm gonna say yeah, unicorn whiskeys yeah 100 we basically like we were drinking 31 year old glen scotia's um ian sorted those out for free i donated everyone's money from blind drams to charity so we had uh parkinson's uk uh made a bit of money and so did a uh, glasgow hospice that looks after them those coming towards the end of their days and tries to just treat them with a bit of, bit of dignity and respect. So thank you, Ian. Um, it really did go down well across the whole of the sort of uh, whiskey world of those that like got involved in the uh, the after effect of Blind Drams once they saw the reveal. So yeah, that's been in my glass. Uh, what's in my glass at the moment? Oh, just just on, on that before you move on, because it it's, it's Ian McAllister, isn't it? It is. And you should mention also... I think one of the charities was connected to Gary Mills. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mills. it was uh, the hospice looked after Gary's dad before he passed recently. So that yeah. was the sort of reason behind it. And then the theme was back to the future for the tasting. So hence the Parkinson's UK donation. So yeah, it was, it was lovely. There was, um, it was nice to get a warm, fuzzy feeling, not only from lovely whiskey, yeah. but also from, you know, having charity. charity. Oh, it was really nice, Mike. You did no, really cool. well. So, yeah. I, I mean, like you know, I should you know, I say on behalf of everyone else, I think people who said it, but thank you very much for organising oh, it. You're more Big thanks welcome. to uh, Ian, and you also they scored very well, didn't they? They did, they did. We did all right. I, I wish some of the later scorings would be done, but I don't think Brian's going to include them because that could have rocked me up to the top of the charts. <laughs> could have gone into number one. Yeah, well, not bitter. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say there was a there was a real split between the younger and the older uh, Glen Scotia's. I think they varied from sort of ten-ish years up to, like you said, just over thirty years. But the older ones were definitely richer, the younger ones livelier. A lot of people know? didn't like the older stuff. Um, which I love weird, it. and I think Ian sort of said as well. Obviously, he's way before his time at the distillery and things, so mm. it doesn't bother him putting it out because yeah, it's not his work ultimately that's being judged mm. it's someone else's. You say that was really split. People either loved it or just thought it was okay-ish. Yeah. But, um, it, it was, was very rich. It was a weird tasting. Know? It was like an average high, but then you either had sort of lower scores at either end. There yeah. was no one really liked them all or thought they were all spectacular. It was very much... I love Dram 4, whichever one that was. I think that was, was the, like the 28-year-old, I think it was. I can't I remember. I scored that a five, that one. Yeah. And, and I wasn't the only person, so... Um, for some people that was yeah, lovely stuff. So what else has been in your glass? In what so what is now? in my glass at the moment? I thought yeah. um, due to the excessive amount of bottles open, um, mm. I'm not opening anything else. Right. So I've dived into my sample collection, which again, I'm right. not going to give you a number because that'll make you sick. But I have a rather <laughs> large bucket, to, not far off the ones that a, uh, a builder would have to, to move rubble around filled with sample bottles. 
So, You've I'm, had a rummage around and you pulled something I've out. rummaged around. I literally pulled out a random, and it's a Paul John Peated Select cask, 55.5%. Mm. From Shilton, he gave me this sample, and it's one of the originals. Um, I think it's from August 2018. So Sounds all right to me. A little bit old, and it's absolutely lovely. It's won loads of awards. Um, I think it's one of the reasons Paul John suddenly landed on everyone's radar was because of this particular dram. Right. So, um, yeah, absolutely lovely. But um, I'll swing it round to you. So, Duncan, what's in your glass? Honest to a malt, yeah. Honest to a malt. Well, right now I'm having a glass of this uh, Camel. Camel were kind enough to send some samples through and I'm drinking, I'm in Tumblr Club moment, I'm drinking the uh, single malt 40% as my warm-up dram for the night. Nice. Um, and I've got lined up after that a surf sea and shore from SMWS. I just wanted to say on this um, Canmore whiskey, uh, because it's not usually something that I would drink sort of 40% single malt, but I mm. do actually really like it. I'm not just saying that. It is actually really good. No off notes. You know you're going to have the people go, I know I'm going to get into trouble. It free. No, no, I, I get that. I get that. But at the same time, I did actually give it to three friends who don't drink too much whiskey, but like whiskey to try. And so... I thought, let's see what they think of it, because mm. that's more relevant than what I think of it. So I did like a people's taste test, if you like. And um, they were saying um, they were getting things like on the nose, lime, sour pear, um, maple syrup, orchard fruits, gooseberry cinnamon, not thin. Um, lots of vanilla, pear liquor, honey, clean, fresh. People like the bottle. People like the value. So would you say um, they're whiskey novices? Yeah. They're people that don't drink much whiskey at all. Um, what else do they say? Perfect. Smells. My parents came over as well, so they got to try it. They said it smells nice. Um, chocolate. <laughs> hang on. No, wait. I, hang on. I directly quote them. Mmm. Smells nice. Mmm. Lovely smell. Mmm. Very nice. <laughs> chocolate. And I said, can I quote you on that? <laughs> they said, mmm. My dad said, better than Singleton. Oh, no uh, way. Johnny Walker, better than Johnny Walker drinks. I guess he means black. He said it's an easy sipper, no burn. Label, uh, label, he quite liked. Looks decent. Uh, Dad said it was light and buttery after he'd read the back of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> he, then read, he, then read the back, he then read the back of the bottle and went, oh yeah, it is light and buttery. I went, Brilliant. Okay, fair enough. And he went, I do get the red berries and the spice. I was like, mm, yeah. and the power of persuasion. Yeah. That's <laughs> so where overall, your influence ends, old man. <laughs> so whilst I think it is very nice, and I have to say that, um, the real test there was in the proof of pudding. And I'm going to keep giving it to mm. people that drink, don't, do, don't drink too much whiskey. And uh, if they report back positively, I will share that. That's um, good, though. That's exactly kind of what, you know, when you're putting bottles out at that ABV and you're also putting other bottles out at a stronger percentage, those 40s are for doing exactly that introducing 100%. someone so if you're getting like decent like positive tasting notes out of people mm. happy days that's good i think so and that lots of people don't like to have very strong whiskey it's just us nutters mm. that do so for them 40 percent is plenty a lot of the time although i have to say it doesn't really taste thin the other thing is it comes in two options like this is really weird you can buy it, buy it in both 50 sil and 70 sil for like 25 pounds or 35 pounds so i mean if Why? you wanted, yeah, I mean, it, uh, I don't know what to say about that more, but I, I was really thinking, oh, you know, how will it really be? I'm just saying it's decent. Mm. That's it. We can move on from it now. Fair. And then 
I don't know. I mean, I've tried a bit, bunch of stuff. You're right. The highlight of the last two weeks is probably the Glen Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> and in other news, um, we had to go back to the school and they found the frozen cap. No way. Yeah. Was it handed, handed in? School. Do you think they heard the podcast in. and thought the fuzz were going to come smash them up? <laughs> I, I just think that, like you said, a toddler had taken it and then uh, handed it in. <laughs> and then something else which has been occurring to me, uh, we, we were out on a night out recently. Um, not that we have fun. But no, you know, we were just forced, forced responsible mm. adulting. And a friend was saying to me um, about as you get older, particularly when you get past 30, you don't listen to any new music anymore. And apparently like music is they've done research, research, scientists have done research <laughs> and science says that people's musical tastes are established by the age of 14, largely. And then they listen to that kind of music. And then as they mm. get older, they listen, they don't really listen to new music. So it's two ways to look at it. So what I forced myself to do, by the way, did a run today is I forced myself to start listening to new bands, or okay. bands that are re recent anyway. Right. So usually if I was going to go for a run and I wanted to listen to say heavy rock or metal, I would listen mm. to something I know, but today I listened to a British band called Urn, which wow. was somewhere between eighties um, thrash and Mastodon. Anyway, point is. <laughs> Um, what is up my, what's annoying me is getting old <laughs> be, being labeled as one of these people that won't try anything new, getting told that, you know, I'm, I'm close to new experiences. So sure. I'm pushing I nearly like that. tried to counter that by saying, yeah, but we had like much better music taste. We're eclectic. We had a wide range of things. And I went, that's literally what they're saying. That's what they're saying as well. <laughs> exactly. doesn't mean you can't listen to old music. It's just that people apparently don't continue to listen to new music. Yeah. So it's I really that's hard true. if you're, a, if you're like, if you're a new band or something, you know, or a new musical outfit, you're, you're not going to get fans who are over 30. That's no. a really hard audience to push your music to. Yeah. I think I cut off at wham, nothing after that. Just done. <laughs> just there it. for life. So the, but this, this made me think, right. Let's say, cause we've got, a, you know, we've got a daughter, she's coming up for four. Let's say we never really exposed her to much music at all. Like we didn't listen to it in the car. Don't mm. listen to it at home. And then just, like when she's between 11 and 14, we only listen to like something really random. Like, I don't know, um, like kids, Mr. Blobby music. Or something. And then that's be all she liked for the rest of her life. <laughs> to be like a 40 year old listening be a to party, Mr. Just going, Blobby. Can you put Mr. Blobby on again? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, no. So good. But, but no, also that makes, is true. Uh, I don't listen yeah. to anything new. I've got, I literally, Lara looks at me when I'm in the car. I'm like, nope. Vito oh. next. And do you know what I've listened to? I have listened to Heart 90s. Heart 90s. 90s was the best period oh. for music ever. Not at the time. You thought it was a bit rubbish. And then even like up until recently, I thought it was rubbish. But when you actually go back and listen to it, they were happier days. My they, word. They were, they were, happy. they were, they were happier <laughs> days. Yeah. Radiohead, to be fair, Radiohead tried to bring it down. But, uh, yeah. but on balance, a happier time. That could have been where it started. Um creeping down yeah it could have been eh? oh i forgot something as well um i went out to smw west greville street yep and um tried the the 50 year old cognac they've got the the mm. 70s one from 73 and i've never tried a 50 year old cognac before but if you you know if that want, was amazing yeah i mean it was good for sure I, it wasn't the sort of transcendent experience i was hoping for uh -huh, yeah, i wasn't yeah. taken away to a different place but it was a very good drink like not disappointed um, and my other top tip is people are always saying about, you know, how people are always saying, oh, you know, go to Island to drink Guinness. 
Yeah. You have to drink Guinness in Ireland. You don't need to worry about that. Just go to a Sam Smith's pub and order a pint of extra stout. I did see you had that. And yeah. Uh, I've never, I've never tried extra stout from Sam Smith's and shoot me. That's my fault. That's on me. Yeah. But now I'm obsessed about it. I can't stop thinking about it. I just want to get back on the tube and go to like Hoburn or near to Tottenham uh, Court Road. I want to go back to a Sam Smith's pub, sit down and just drink three or four pints of that stout. It is incredible. I think we need to do that, mate. Honestly, I was speechless. Really? It's so thick and so creamy. Even now I'm getting put off just thinking about it. So that's that's my top shout. Yeah, I don't think I've had it in, um, in pipe form. I've only done bottles of their stouts. So I'm going to have to experience it. I started with a bottle and then when I went back to the bar the next time, because I've been to Sam Smith's pubs a few times mm. and obviously just hadn't noticed the fact they did this extra stout. So I said, well, what do you recommend? And they said, well, you've been having a bottled stout. Why don't you try? <laughs> they were like, why don't you try our actual stout from the tap? And I was like, yeah. oh, right. You have a, yeah, sure. I'll have a point of that. And um, it's thicker than Guinness. It's just outrageous. Have you it's tried the brew dog stout? Maybe. In the pub. Be interesting. I, I'd, I'd like just to do a lineup. Guinness, Brewdog, Sam Smith. We, we can put you in a lineup, Mike, if you want to. Chinese yeah. Mike, Tufids. <laughs> <laughs> See if you get picked out. <laughs> Screw. Well, you, tell him, you were telling me before we started this call that you got uh, your hairdresser mistook you for being Chinese. My Turkish barber thinks I'm Chinese. Right. Because I my eyes close when I laugh. So a bit racist on his part, but I don't think he's doing it in a nasty way. Ah, it's so just... The, an observation. Uh, <laughs> whilst we are making. whilst we are observing things, your Hulk Hogan moustache slash beard has gone a bit more ginger, hasn't it? Right. Do you know what it was? It's, it didn't go blonde. I actually investigated, and it's just patches where it wasn't growing. So that was just my skin showing through. All ah, right. Say, <laughs> you're more Ed Sheeran than uh, yeah than Hulk Hogan. Today. I've taken it. I've taken it down a notch in the realization I cannot grow a beard, so I don't <laughs> deserve to have that growth. Yeah. I, uh, so did you see, and I think you might have missed this, but in case you saw it, uh, something perked my interest on uh, Twitter, mm. aka now X. X. Yeah. X. X to the Z. Didn't he? Yeah. He's exhibit. It's gone in a weird direction. I never thought he'd run a social media thing, but yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so um, someone posted something, and I think it was from the States. Basically, somebody went over somebody's house to drink some drams like they invited them around and then they're giving them the drams and then they asked for money to I, pay for them fuck oh let's try like not a, to swear but dear lord no like a home bar so i don't know i human has that ever happened to you have you ever heard about no that? i couldn't even imagine how i would react i'd probably just go yeah i'm going to cash mate i'll pay by card i haven't got paypal and then i'd probably try and steal something from I their bar i bet they're doing it sketchily on paypal as well Friends and family. Friends and family. I wonder if they put um tick the other option. Just just turn them into a business. Force them to become a business. Don't put any messages. <laughs> Did you yeah. uh, I wonder if they put prices on it or if they just sort of ask for money at the end? It's absolutely horrendous, isn't it? It, it sort of belies imagine? the whole idea that whiskey is for sharing and um you, what you're doing there, you're running a fucking speakeasy. 
<laughs> yeah. it's back to it's, hey it's prohibition mode yeah, it's prohibition yeah. yeah people yeah you've just there was yeah yeah every, but I did every think other it was strange I went to his house and he pulled on a lamp and the bookcase opened and I went in and I had some lovely bourbons but he tried to charge me <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable <laughs> but it made me it made me think you know when like a friend brings so someone comes around to your house right yeah so they don't know they're gonna pay and then at the end of the night they've brought a bottle round and you try to charge them corkage on it yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it made me think of so you're like hang on they just they just pass them a bill and they look down and say hang on yeah what's this 20 quid here oh you opened the bottle when yeah, you're around you bought, here you brought your own drink out of yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> in case they ever listen they probably will actually do that it takes a special kind of person reserved there because i was going to swear to do that could you i wouldn't have the audacity the cojones to even remotely bring up trying to suggest like can you imagine when you've been to my house all right mate, yeah come over yeah, yeah i got so many whiskeys you have had seven uh they range from varying ages but we round it down to 60 quid i think we're, we're in a yeah, good we'll just call it we'll just call it 60 quid yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. locks hey locks the door <laughs> oh yeah Okay. Did you leave, when, just leave a card when you when you come in? Just uh, yeah, just, do you want to set up a tab? Just leave yeah. leave a card there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hide the card. Sorry, did you did you want your yeah? Did you want your car keys back? <laughs> that expensive Not the coat I put, drink drive. That expensive coat that I put in my cupboard. Yeah, don't drink drive. But that expensive coat that I've stored in my cupboard. Do you <laughs> do you want that back? You know those shoes. The left one. I'm going to keep until you pay yeah. off your tab. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, you're not going to pay today, but we'll just call it a tab. We'll leave it behind the bar. It's yeah. open. You can sell up whenever you want, as long yeah. as it's in the next three months. And if you don't, I'll break your legs. So, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Just start taking it. <laughs> That's how it spirals, right? Before you know it, they're coming around. They're, they're chasing money. They've outsourced it. You've got... They, they're coming after you and around. shooting cream guns at you like Bugsy Malone. It's... Oh, my days. <laughs> Whoever that is needs to take a look at themselves. Get a grip and get do a grip. one. So... Onwards to the main subject of today's pod, which is Whiskey Room 101. Yes. Um, are you aware of where Room 101 came from? I remember it as, uh, who was the host? Was it Frank Skinner? There's been a few hosts. I think yeah. Skinner was my period, or Paul Merton as well. I want yeah, to say both, those two. They've both hosted it, that's yeah. true. Don't I think remember any also maybe Julian Clary might have hosted it for a while oh, as really? well. I think so. But even before that, have you read the book 1984? Uh, part of it got bored. Bored. So file with The Godfather and Sopranos. For yeah. You. Yeah. Right. We're putting a picture on you, Mike, aren't we? It's yeah. Less and less Got to be a bit fast, more, bit faster paced. What, yeah. Dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Decent. All right. Okay. You Let's get enjoy. to the inevitable breakdown of society first. Bit quicker, right. and you might keep. It's not even. It's not even a long book, to be fair. But anyway, point is, they have this room one hundred one thousand nine hundred eighty-four pages. No, it's only a of, it's like two hundred fifty pages. <laughs> so um, there, there is like room one hundred one is like your worst fear, basically, mm. and it's what they use in George Orwell's nineteen eighty-four. That they learn your worst fear, and then they use it against you. So that's where it comes from, and then that became like a thing at the BBC, and then apparently that led to like the room one hundred one. Hmm. page or whatever and and i don't know if if it's intentional but obviously binary one means like one zero i mean like on or off or yes no don't they yeah so it's literally like room yes no yes as well yes, I, no. I don't know if that's linked or not but 
I feel like mm. if that isn't, that's like another connection. So anyway, what they do is on this TV show, uh, is people come on and they pitch things they want to put into room 101. Mm -hmm. So what I thought we'd do is we would take it in turns to pitch something to each other. And then we have to mutually agree if it's going to go into room 101 or not. If it's going to be banished into the depths of hell, yeah. it's one of the worst things possible in the world of whiskey. This could be controversial, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. More I mean, than so far we so far we've been you know we've completely been uh, angelic. We haven't been controversial at all in the no. first uh, seventeen episodes, have we? So <laughs> <laughs> time, time to bucket time. To, oh, before, in fact, before we even get into that, I forgot to say uh, kudos to Master of Malt because they changed their whiskey uh, competition. Ah, ah! Remember we talked about in the last pod two weeks ago. We you said tagged they them as well. They should run two separate competitions, one for distilleries and one for um, uh, bottlers and brands. And lo and behold, they're doing that. So we could take credit for it or we could just say thanks. Again, we, I'm going to say you. I had no involvement Me, in that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah anyway, good. I think it's terrific for Master of Malt to change it like that. I'm sure yeah. distilleries would be happier as well. So anyway, Room 101. Yep. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to go first? I want to, go, want first. Me to go first. I'm going to go straight in and I'm going to put the entire distillery of Jura into room 101. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my days, takes a sip of strong 60% whiskey and calm self. <sighs> I have had some absolute shockers from that distillery. Um, yeah. And I can't help myself but go back because I think maybe it was a one-off, maybe it was something else. Oh my gosh, it's like that wound you can't, it's like, it's like when you've hurt yourself. You can't, you have to keep pushing the wound. Yeah. You're like, oh, it still hurts. Yeah. It's like a dog. When you, if they get a cut, they keep just licking it. They never yeah. heals. So just like, yeah, leave, that's why you've got the cone. So I am in the whiskey world. I've got a cone You've got, on. A, cone. You've got a cone on your head and yeah. it's full of Jura. Yeah. <laughs> they would just keep topping it up. <laughs> it's, it's just You're the same size as the door on the visitor You're drowning center. in it. And I'm like, oh, I can't get in, but I keep trying. You can go anywhere else, but not the jury. Yeah. So what um, is it What is it you don't like about... Um, I don't know what it is. It's something within their um, new make spirit, I guess, is just not ticking with me. There's been the odd one I've liked, which is I think is why, because I've done tastings and stuff, and I've always gone been... You've really tried. Hands up, I've gone, look, I don't generally get on with Jura, but mm. these couple were all right, and... Generally, if I'm just like doing straight tasting notes, you know, I'm not getting on with things too well. But um, yeah, like I've, I said, I remember sending a, dra uh, a dram in the post, not a dram. Right. I had a few drams and sent an entire bottle um, to, I think it's been mentioned before, an old podcast that used to run. This is my dram. And right. they had a, a, a chart of really rubbish whiskeys. And then when I sent it, I put hazard tape around it and stuff. <laughs> so, so already started honing their sort of views on it before they'd even tasted it. And yeah, it absolutely plummeted on their chart. Everyone hated it that I gave it oh to. Oh dear. It, there is a consistent thing that a lot of people don't seem to be too keen on Jura. But let me make the counter view, which is part of everyone's whiskey journey is supermarket whiskey. Yeah. And, you know, I have fond memories of drinking, for example, uh, Jura Prophecy, um, Superstition, um, not all of them. Some of them, you're right, not very good. But um, I, th I think that they're a part of, you know, the sort of whiskey uh, uh, journey. And they also used to be heavily discounted at supermarkets, probably for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but um, can't but, think why. 
I, you know, I've had, you know, many uh, a fine evening drinking either prophecy or, or superstition. So yeah, it's a, whilst I get where you're coming from, I think it's a hard one for me to to agree I to don't put know. in I think the room devil himself made superstition, so it's quite <laughs> difficult to argue with the devil. Hey, it's got one of the greatest names of a whiskey ever. Superstition is such a good name. Yeah, they could do a song about that, I think. It's catchy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably should do. But they, And so is Prophecy. These are amazing names. Their marketing was incredible on that range. But you, you just know? think... And also, they had the symbol, like Prince. You know, like yeah, Prince yeah, yeah. had beginning their symbol. They had that little anchor with mm. the little thing and... The, the bits coming out. That, that's, that's what got are, me into that bottle in the first place. Yeah, that's I remember iconic. seeing it going, that's you decent. Can't, Look at that. You that's, can't put it in just for the marketing. The names and the marketing alone. I'm not putting it in for the marketing. I'm you putting it, it in, in for the taste of the, the stuff they're putting out in general. We have to both agree though. And I'm well, saying, it's a, it. you've, done a, you've done a great job on pitching it, but I But I'm still wearing the in. bloody cone. Yeah, <laughs> still wearing the cone. And do you know what? whiskey cone of shame. I'm still wearing it. Um, yeah, Juris, back to you. Put something good out, please, um, at a reasonable cost. Because um, the only ones I've really liked were your really expensive drams. And I'm not ever spending money on Jura unless it comes down to like a decent price. Hey, uh, it's also, yeah. it's part of the view from Bonhaven. So it is. I just think, I think also for that reason, you can't put it in because it's part of one of the greatest veranda views in the world. Yeah, but those straights will still be there. You can't see the distillery. No, no, but you can see the you can see it on the horizon, right? Not the distillery, but the the hills or whatever the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can see the uh, you can hear the laughter of when they're bottling uh, <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they've all been discontinued now. Prophecy and superstition. Anyway, if it's okay with you, Mike, I'm going to say no to putting that one in. But it's feel fine free to by say, me. You can veto but, it. It's fine. But feel free to say no to whichever one I'm about to pitch. I definitely won't do it just because you said no to mine. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, well, <laughs> in fact, and that that dictates what I'm going to choose next. I'm going to go straight in for the most obvious one. Corn, whiskey stones. Oh, and let's look at it. And we know everyone knows they're bad, but yeah. I mean, they should not be allowed to be produced. How how many sets have you had given to you in you my bought? life? About three. Yeah. Um, and um, they've all they've all been mysteriously misplaced or lost. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that annoys me about them the most is they always generally come in one of those little bags, <laughs> you know, the little, the little bags with the ties. Yeah. Like, like it's, so you can't lose like, them. Well, also <laughs> <laughs> like it was something that, you know, was being given to you by a monk or something like some sort of special experience. I, I've, the, I've never tried heating them up to see if they work in reverse, but I think that might be their actual Ooh. purpose. Keep stuff warm rather than keep stuff cold because they do not keep anything cold. Yeah, and why would you want it's cold? Stone, it isn't just it? closes down the whiskey and takes away the flavors, the yeah, aromas, but everything you, else. But if you were going to have, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, uh, for example, I had a glass of milk and honey during the week, yeah. and I may have needed to put ice in it. Just saying. Okay. Yeah, right. but did you put ice in there to have a bit of dilution? A bit of both, really. I just it's wasn't not close. Took a sip. You haven't gone. Oh, I'm going to put this in the freezer, not let it freeze, and then come out so it's not as much going on you've done no. it so there's a bit more water in there which oh. just lessens the abv a little bit no because it's not high abv anyway i just had a sip of it and just went i'm not feeling it today and i went Do you know what i'll just chuck a large ice cube in it and that's going to make it more palatable and it did so i'm just Fair. saying you know ice has its place but i would never have said oh i'm not feeling this today <laughs> let me get the whiskey stones out of the freezer 
yeah. put those in it. <laughs> oh, it's still the same temperature, but now I've got whiskey stones in my drink. <laughs> and a chipped glass. <laughs> yeah, besides, can't you just get a stone from the beach or something and stick that in the freezer? <laughs> can't you just I, get pebble, pebbles from the beach? Have you had the metal ones as well? Uh, Mike, this is like, it. We're going to start selling our own whiskey. It's going to be called Whiskey Pebbles, and they're yeah. pebbles from the beach that we've stolen. There we go. We're going to what put them do? in our own little bags. We're going to we're going to create metal squares that um, really, really quickly change temperature. So any cooling they did have is going to go almost instantly, and you've just got stuff knocking your teeth when you try and drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. They knock into your teeth, don't exactly. they? I can't There's, think of a single positive. No, um, I, yeah. I, I am pulling that lever. You don't even know go into it anymore. They are we, done. We may not be able to get lever sounds for this, so I feel like we need to do them with our mouths. So I'm going to try. That was a, I don't know what that end was. That was oh, well, do Maybe Save we could just trying to find a sound effect. Don't you open that trap door. Oh, There's trap whiskey door stones so down good. there. Yeah, it was good. Don't you open that trap door. That's one of those classic sort of TV programs you forget ever existed until you sort of do it and you see it and you go, oh, I can I can remember episodes, I can remember lyrics of the theme song. I'm yeah. doing like I'm doing like head movements now. Just yeah. Because you said that. <laughs> like that's that's one of those things. That's up there with the raccoons theme tune. Yeah. What about yeah. Camp Duckula? Do you remember that? Oh, that was very good. All very good. Nanny. Yeah. Was it Nanny? Classic. I don't know. Because David Jason the, was Dracula, wasn't he? Yeah. Might have made that up, but no, I, I think feel he, like was. he was. But yeah. it's a good theme tune. It's all about the theme tune, isn't it? Yeah. See? Yeah. My head Stop. might not be able to remember things for exams, etc., but you throw some 80s stuff at me and there's stuff locked in there because clearly I stopped learning at 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, Along with music, I just stopped paying attention. So can you think of any positives at all for whiskey stones, that, any redeeming features at all that could stop them? Well, we already put them yes, in. Yes, I mean. the only redeeming feature is that um, someone that is utterly clueless about whiskey um, thinks they're doing something nice for you and they get to Buys think you've you. done something nice. And it's like, because they're that's always good reason, presentation. And you're that's like, another oh, reason yeah, they should go in the, that's another reason yeah. they've gone in there because what happens is people buy them for you and it's just a complete waste. It's a waste yeah. of everything, isn't you it? You can't so, tell them that. If you go, oh, I've no. bought you these whiskey stones, you go, well, they're shit. They yeah. don't work. What's the point? Thanks. Take them back. We're, here's a pebble. Mm. <laughs> Branded Honest or Malt Pebble 2023. It's, it's a bit it's a, it's a of Malt Beach Pebbles. <laughs> Stick those in the freezer. They're going to chill your drink right out. Don't, Plus, you get the whole beach oh, vibe going on. I don't even need to go to like the beach. I can just go to the garden centre and get some Scottish pebbles and then just yeah. uh, put ch- carve a H into it. Hey, whilst, whilst we're DIYing this stuff, we should just start putting wood chips in whiskey and just claiming extra age. Maybe stick some extra dirt in it as well. Yeah. Let's go full DIY, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like natural colour. So yeah. we're not adding E, we're just putting mud in there to make it yeah. a bit darker. Just just darken it a little bit. Or with crush, some mud. crushing up ants, something like yeah. that. Just got a bit of blood. Yeah, there we go. That's the natural ant colour. Forget the legs and the and little antennas. Is this is this the one? Is this the one that uh, has been coloured with ants? It is. Yeah. It's very organic. Careful, honest ever more. Um, sorry, master of mold might actually put this out. <laughs> oh, Considering yeah. some of the stuff they've yeah. put out recently, like the uh, warning: not vegan. Yeah, not vegan, and uh, yeah, don't get it confused with bourbon uh, biscuits yeah. release. Because they anyway. they've put some mad stuff out. Oh, the bourbon biscuit thing, we have to try at some point. But with other REITs and purchases, um, there's no room for it. And I guess it's one of those things that's going to be around for a while. So over to you. What's the next one for... We've So far, we've gone 
Jura Distillery, yep. not in. Whiskey Stones, very much in Room 101. I, I could have reached for my next one. It's the, again, controversial, the classic whiskey water jug. <laughs> I, I did. The thing is, I had no idea, because we did discuss this before. I had no idea what you were going no. to come up with. I would never have called that in a million years. You're going to have to really pitch this hard to me. Right. Have you ever used a whiskey water jug? Well, okay. This Realistically. Is, this, is, this is a bad start because no, I haven't. No, you haven't. But you like the idea of it. Yeah. No, I've never even considered it, to be honest. No. Beyond, there was a time when Whiskey Daddy made uh, whiskey jugs for people, and I think we should just be really clear and think he then donated the money to Ukraine, and that was lovely. And I haven't got one of those jugs, but there are many people with those. Yeah, um, I imagine they're full of dust. <laughs> <laughs> dust. Dust and hope. Yeah. <laughs> they're full of dust and yeah. hope. And I mean, the hope can stay there, but... No, but they're, they're nice. I saw them. They were really nicely made ceramic jugs. My, my problem with it would be that I'm already beset with clutter. Right. So it's more clutter. Yeah, but so are whiskey stones. You're not going to use the whiskey stones, but like people know what they are. They're I know already what I'm getting you for Christmas. It is yeah. a whiskey jug filled with whiskey stones. <laughs> I've got a branded whiskey wings whiskey thing. And I'm like, uh, every time uh, I do a tasting, I fill it up with water. And not once have I ever even leaned across and tried to use it because generally you add like such a small minuscule amount. amount of water to it. If I did it, I'm literally just going to go dud dunk. And I certainly don't want to put my finger in it to see if it's warm or cold, oh, Mr. Patterson. <laughs> to check the temperature. <laughs> so yeah, 100% put, for me, I think utterly I, useless, <laughs> lovely to look at. Um, they look nice on a shelf, but no, let's get what rid about of all those? All what about all those jugs? commemorative whiskey jugs, Mike? Yeah, just think there, of that. Yeah, marketing. Special marketing. Over if the you years. Never, if you never looked at a distillery that you love with one mm. of the with one of their beautiful ceramic jugs, mm-hmm. I mean, are you saying you don't like jugs? You're saying you don't like jugs. It's one of their beautiful ceramic jugs. Yeah. And it's got a lovely pattern on it and maybe the year and something else. Fine. And uh, just, just make a tumbler or something else. Make it something I can use. I prefer to drink out of a mug uh, <laughs> that's got a nice design um, from the distillery yeah. than... Something that I'm not going to use, not going to fill with water. And if you did fill it up, it's probably got dust in it anyway. So, mm. yeah. Uh, whiskey jugs, to me, no. I mean, it's 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 peripheral that I don't need. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to I'm gonna allow it. I'm going to say You're it goes begrudgingly accepting. I think so, because I, I can't think of any reason to defend it because I'm not into them. No. But I don't know anyone and, who is. Well. And if you want to, like, have somewhere to keep water... Just a put glass. it in a, a glass and have a teaspoon. <laughs> Actually, or, what I do is I often, I often, I put water in my hand. Yeah. Just so I know what the temperature of the water is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay, jokes. so let's do the noise again. Sunk. So it's going to go into, let's see if we can get it consistent. <laughs> Don't you open that trap trap door. There's whiskey stones and drugs down there. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, actually. Could keep going. Could get longer. Mm. So it's my turn to choose the next one, isn't it? Yeah. We're on three. Two are in the tour in room 101. Um, I'm just having a look at what I put down. (sighs) So many things. That's the thing. You think there wouldn't be that many things in whiskey, but actually there's quite a few things that annoy me. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for failed corks. Oh, no. That was my fifth. 
Oh, no, I'll tell you what. You can no, do failed no, courts. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. You think of something else, right? Yeah. I'll, I'm going to fail courts because there's nothing, there's nothing more annoying than you've bought a bottle probably from auction or you've had a bottle in the cupboard that you should have drunk sooner. That's your own fault. But if you bought it from auction because somebody else has stored it at home and you're just taking off their hand something they don't want, especially if it's an auction bargain, and you get it and you finally dig it out of your cupboard and you're like, oh, God, I've been wanting to try this. Usually for me, it's like some sort of older... Um, g&m bottle, yeah right usually it's some sort of you know probably some 90s thing or if i'm lucky something from the you know before that and you crack it open and you whip off the seal and you, oh the cork oh no the cork's broken yeah and and it just completely kills the moment do you, know what, do you know killer. what it means as well to me like i don't know whether it is correct i haven't spoken to the scientist that made that ridiculous claim earlier that you put out um <laughs> i'll but, just get him on the phone yeah uh, on the phone. <laughs> dan the scientist someone yeah. Um, if it's broken or if it's gone to that extent that it's collapsing, it basically just means air has passed through it. It's completely dried out. So you've oxidated all that whiskey anyway. So mm. you may as well oh. have just, you know, put a tea towel over it. No, but if it breaks perfectly in half, then you, it, they've still got blockage. So sometimes they just go in the middle. It shouldn't break if there's like moisture and it's doing its job. Yeah, but does that mean that you? Sh- does that mean you're supposed to turn the bottles over periodically? Apparently, or- you're meant to. Like meant to. your entire collection is meant to be turned and things. Is it like once a year or once every few months or something? Oh, oh God. Maybe I could do one a day and then it'd just be a You've continuous got three, thing. Three, yeah, 300 bottles. You'd have to do one a day. <laughs> every day you just walk into the room and turn. Just, just it, do one. I don't bother with whiskey bottles that are open in the cupboard, but a couple that I might have, you know, put to one side or whatever. I feel like... I should probably turn them once in a while. So anyway, that's my pitch to you. Broken whiskey corks yeah. and the mood killer that they are. Yeah. Especially if you've got friends over and it's like this real ceremony moment. Right? I had one the other day and it wasn't even like a fancy thing. I had a Bell's, uh, you know, the uh, celebratory things they do. The Deca- uh, um, decanter, but it is decanter. It's like porcelain. Oh. What are they called? Yeah. Anyway, oh. those ones. So... I had like a random auction thing. It was like people that haven't bidded on anything. And I was just at the end. I'd already bought a couple yeah, of bits. Like it's only 15 quid or whatever. I think I paid nine plus whatever the charges were. So I was like, eh, do you know what? And it came and it was the 1982. And I was like, oh, you know, the year I was born. Um, right. Bell's mem- uh, commemorating Prince William being born. And I was like, do you right. know what? I'm going to crack that. And just went, it's going to be rubbish. I know. But straight off. And I was like, Oh, just, just the frustration and rage. It it also happens with sometimes with very rarely, but with like newer bottles where the cork is so well tight into the bottle tight that you just pull the top off the cork when you're trying to put it out. Now that's really rare. Mm. And, but that can happen. And we're like, what is going on? How difficult can it be to make a cork that actually works? Not very. And it's called fake cork, um, which I would argue is probably... If realistically screw top i don't know whether they'd last because i think it would probably break down over time and get a bit metallic-y and minging should what, screw tops? To touch it yeah but i think the the fake cork seems to just be perfect it keeps yeah. a nice tight seal doesn't degrade i don't think it affects anything it might do but who knows yeah. but yeah up so up with fake corks well i think it's just <laughs> an easy one then so we, we're agreeing that we're yeah. going to put um failed corks failed corks. green 101 yeah yeah. Okay. Well, that's three or four now. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, let's do the lever sound then. We were so in time then. 
We were good. That was really good. Yeah. 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 Week off, week off helped us, didn't it? <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> we're definitely refreshed, not tired. Super refreshed. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I can only think about Sam Smith's extra stout, but other than that, I'm fine. No. Um, um, you'll go then. My on a whim, not thought of. Quickly looked around my whiskey room at things I hate, and I'm just going to hold them up to camera quickly. It's marketing bump, uh, mainly the uh, coasters that you get. Coasters? Yeah, whiskey coasters. What is the point? I've never even seen a whiskey coaster. Seriously? I got hundreds of them in like various places. Can't you play that game where you put them on the table and then you try to flick them over like beer mats? Yeah, but you can. But then like for that one, they just make me sad because it's (laughs) white as tears. Yeah, Yeah, that's where it's from. Um, what am I going to do with that? But that looks like, to be Glen Glen Kensize, doesn't it? It's a bit. It's a bit. Um, if anything, that's probably anti tumbler. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's, you couldn't um, fit a tumbler on that one, could you? No, and I don't. I don't know many writers from Ireland that are going to be using tumblers. Uh, going to be using Glen Cairns. They're all going to be drinking out of pints or <laughs> tumblers. <laughs> straight from the bottle. Can't get a Is bottle it? on there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Rubbish, yeah, okay. rubbish marketing bump, mainly coasters. I can't, I mean, the thing is, is I, that was I, a stretch. I get what you're saying, but I can't agree to put it in because just generally coasters are helpful, even though whiskey coasters seems like a step too far. Yeah. Um, sometimes uh, coasters are a general rule. They're especially at pubs. If you've got a table and someone spilt their pint or whatever. Yeah, for a pint, or, that's or, fine. Yeah, but, well, but I'm still, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. How often Actually, do you draw like going, are you, are you feeling? Pour that whiskey and miss the glass and just soak a table. Well, maybe it's for people that drink uh, whiskey glasses full to the brim. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Fine. I still think, I still think given the fact that they, they're not really irritating any, you know, they're not really that irritating. I can't agree to put it in. Fine. I I don't care because I thought of it on the spot because you took my other one. But yeah, well, you should have more ideas, shouldn't you? That's your own fault. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm prepared as usual. (sighs) Yeah. So, um, um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, I don't know if this one's to, just a bridge too far. Go on. Well, in a way, one of the things that most annoys me is, you know, there's been this whole sort of new thing about n- not like alcohol, fake alcohol. So like, you know, you've got gin that, so yeah. non-alcoholic gin actually tastes really good. Yeah. Right. I mean, look. You know, you want to get, I don't drink gin that regularly, but if I was going to have a gin and tonic, I could pick any non-alcoholic gin and it would taste absolutely top draw. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't know the difference to be honest. And I'm sure vodka is pretty much similar. So my thing is that whilst I, whiskey is my favorite drink uh, by a country mile, whiskey is only able to be made with alcohol in it. And um, that means that you can only drink so much of it. Right. And I think that it, yeah. I'd Are you putting whiskey into room 101? <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you know what? I just, I don't even know where I'm Because you can't have a drive-in drive. I'm going to, I'm going to put down my thing that, that my main pet hate, I just sort of didn't want to say it, but I'm going to put it down there and I feel like it's definitely going to get nailed into going to room 101, but it's bots, right? Oh. It's, it, because they've ruined yeah. casual purchasing um, and whiskey has become like trainers or uh playstations or whatever it is that people commoditize and sell and it's bots because yeah it's bots because bots have ruined the chance to ever be able to buy um a bottle of springbank 18 without really having to work overly hard or have developed have cultivated a relationship with a local shop and so uh, i would like to put 
bots into Room 101 because I can't think of any single positive for anyone other than people that have bots. Other right? than those dirty flippers. No, it's not just that, is it? I mean, they, they, you could have a bot to collect or you could have a bot because you're a drinker. The point is, is you don't have... You know, I know what you're saying, you're giving me a face sign, but the point is if you don't have a bot, you have to you have to work overly hard to be able to actually yeah. get a bottle of whiskey that you might want. I Well, personally, I hope that anyone that uses a bot... Um, basically becomes a victim of fraud because um, <laughs> that's what's going to happen eventually. You're you giving, yeah, you're basically giving hackers somewhere your bank details. Right. To complete a purchase, you're putting everything in for it to like auto check out. I guess unless you've built your own bot or whatever, if you could do that, right? Yeah, don't know. But yeah, yeah. so I hope you all become victims of fraud because yeah, you've <laughs> cost me many a bot. Many. It's not, it's, not, it's not even just that, it's not even just the money as in like it's the laziness um, of it as well you know it's it's the it's the time it's the time time equates to everything you know mm. the time the extra time you have to spend you think back to episode one we were joking about it but to get a bit of the springbank local barley this year was so difficult yeah it was just way too difficult and that's only really become in the last three years before that it was easy mm. it's only really become in the last few years as more and more people started buying into um to whiskey so for me whiskey bots yeah. as in bots that people have set up to specifically go and buy whiskey can 100 percent get in room 101 along with the person down and along with the person that set it up yeah or is may, selling them may you whatever. rot in the chamber and have nothing but jura to drink forever <laughs> just jura just for the rest of your life yeah even though it's not yeah. down there <laughs> So that feels like an easy one to put in room 101. Yeah. Because that's really, um, I can't agree. think of a single positive. No, uh, there is them. Right. It's basically it's cheating. Zero. All right, here we go. <laughs> Done. So is there anything else you want to pitch for room 101 or, um, uh, you know, or is that a good thing? I mean, we've discussed. Five, I quite like that. The, yeah. It was a, well, five and a half because mine was made up on the spot, but yeah. yeah. Um, no, I like that. And I think that's yeah, it's it. a good little idea we can maybe throw towards guests in the future. Oh, yeah, um, we could do. And we have got a few guests lined up to come on soon, so we just need to give them a nudge and yeah. pin down a date. Well, as always, for me, I just say thanks very much for uh, for listening. Yep. Much appreciated. And um, I believe we're doing uh, back to pods once a week, Mike, right? We should be. Now um, work is going slightly easier on me. And um, Fantastic. there's less flat pack furniture to make, which I'll cover oh, another yeah, time. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover. Pack. Yeah, that's that. I could do a whole pod talking about flat pack and how much I hate it. But um, yeah, it's it takes so long to assemble, doesn't it? That's the thing. It it does, and it's just unnecessary. But yeah, I mm. I, I just hate people that make flat pack instructions when it's. Do you at least have like a drill to speed up the? Uh, oh no, I got really really good drill, really good stuff. But it's when you're not right. putting frigging numbers on panels that are numbered oh, i'll yeah. just guess shall i yeah excellent we, yeah we once did um one of those massive ikea wardrobes so it's like about three wardrobes together which oh. we ends up looking a lot like a fitted wardrobe but it yeah. isn't yeah but it but it really looks like one because it takes up most of the wall it goes to and i just took like it it took like two or three of us like three days to put it together oh, working right. most of it each day and and then you think when you then you reflect back and go, that was a real bargain. But if you actually work out your time to no. do it, it isn't a bargain. No, 
It's if, great. The end product is great, but the time that you have to spend putting it together, my yeah. days. I prefer to pay a man to come in and do some like nice woodwork and make Could have just had one, yeah, just fit you probably could have the same money, just had someone come and build a custom wardrobe yeah. at home. Two and a half days. Yeah. Um sore arm, sore hands, very yeah. angry man. Very tired. Well, you've Very done well today, considering how angry and tired you are. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, again, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you check us out on all the social medias: Twitter, Instagram, Threads, uh, and soon to be Blue Sky. If I ever get any invitations, I've actually got on there first. I think I might be the only whiskey person actually on Blue Sky. So, mm. um, kudos to me on that because I think I'm currently the most popular person in the whiskey world on there because there is no other. So technically I'm number one. So thanks. Um, yeah. Follow us, like, subscribe, leave a review, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.